Hi friends, welcome back to the You Belong Here podcast. My name is Gigi Van Diem and I'll be your host. If you're new here, my goal for this podcast is to be an open, welcoming place for community and belonging. On this podcast, we talk about lifestyle, faith, marriage, and all the things. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about balance and what it looks like to balance work, life, school, a social life, while also taking time to rest. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's jump right in. This has always been something that's been so difficult for me, but took on a whole new level of difficulty this year. I'm newly married. We just passed two whole months of marriage. I'm doing my master's degree online and also trying to balance a full-time job in which I have to commute at least two days a week. Work, a new marriage, school, and a social life seems virtually impossible. So often, my friends and I just complain about having no time, always being busy and tired, and just not having enough time in a day to get everything we want done. While there will always be a busy season in life, it is important to still have that time to rest. Before I really understood what rest looked like for me and my body, I thought I needed to go on these long vacations or take time off school or work just to reach that full place of rejuvenation. That just was not true. The older I got, the more I realized that rest is about feeding your mind, body, and soul by creating healthy habits in your life. For as long as I can remember, I struggled with extreme fatigue. No matter how much sleep I got, I was always just still tired. I'm not a coffee drinker, never really have been. I love my tea, but that still never gave me the energy I needed. The things that I found that have has brought me energy have been natural, healthy habits that have changed my life. I'll be transparent with you. I struggle to get into the routine with these often, but when I do, I notice a huge difference. The four things that have helped me to remain in a good balance while also receiving the rest that I need are consistency, water, moving my body, and fueling my body. Consistency, ironically, is the first one. By practicing these things in a consistent manner, 80% of the time, I'm building up my body so that when I forget 20% of the time, my body has the capacity to make up what I'm lacking. Water, just water. The amount of energy that I can get from drinking a cold glass of water in the morning and throughout my day has seriously surprised me every time I'm consistent with it. Water fuels your mind, it clears your skin, and it's really just this reset that we have access to pretty much all day. My third habit is moving my body. Whether it's just going for a walk outside, a 10 minute yoga session in my living room or actually getting into the gym, it boosts my energy levels, my self-esteem and promotes a healthy body image for myself. The last thing on that list was fueling my body instead of just feeding my body. To be completely transparent, for about four years now, I've struggled with severe food anxiety. It's made eating on a daily basis a struggle and a chore. I'm still in the process of learning what my body can handle 
and what it looks like for me to eat healthy for my body. But I know that after fueling my body with food that one, I can eat, and two, is good for my body, I gain the energy instead of anxiety. And that's changed the game for me. When I take time out of my busy schedule to prioritize these things, I see a massive difference in my ability to show up as the best version of me. This society has taught us that in order to do well, we need to be busy. And when we're not busy, we're lazy. Friends, that is just not true. In the Bible, Jesus says, come to me all who are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Rest is biblical and rest is necessary. The difference between rest and procrastination is that rest is something that can rejuvenate your soul, your body, your mind. And procrastination is when we take those things and let them distract us from the hard things of everyday life. Self-care can become abused, an abused ideal when we use it to do what we want rather than what we need. There's no shame in taking time for yourself or treating yourself after an accomplishment. But when it distracts you, is when it becomes a procrastination. As a mental health professional, I'm a big advocate for taking care of yourself and filling up your cup before you pour into others. Mental health is extremely vital to your overall health. If your psychological state is unhealthy, it's likely that your physical, emotional, and spiritual state will not be slow to follow. Mental health has re recently been talked about on a much larger scale. We see celebrities advocating in different ways. We see influencers sharing about online therapy apps and so much more. Taking care of yourself can look like many things for many different people. Sometimes it's just a phone conversation with a friend. Other times it's just a quiet bubble bath. The best way to know how to care for yourself is taking the time to learn yourself. As an introverted extrovert, it can look like taking a step back to breathe when I've realized that I've spent countless hours socializing. It can look like eating a nutritious meal for my body type rather than just eating the closest thing to me. It can look like taking time to spend with Jesus in quiet solidarity. All these things are not procrastination when my body needs them. The, no the moment where self-care becomes selfish care is when we start abusing the rest and relaxation to get out of doing the hard things. Balance is a difficult thing to obtain, especially in a culture in which we live, but doesn't have to be impossible. Learn what your body and your soul need. Learn what energizes you, what exhausts you, and use that to show up as the best version of you. I hope this encourages you today, friend, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.